We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. PRA, Public Radio America. You're smarter already. This week on Your Welcome, Stefan and horrible right-wing pundit Donald Sagan count down the top ten news items of 2014 and discuss their significance. Spoiler alert, the world made it to the end of the year, but just barely. Welcome to Your Welcome. I'm Stefan-Straitman, and my New Year's resolution is to take things more seriously. Now, joining me, unfortunately, yet again, is hated, yet regrettably noteworthy, right-wing, neocon, apocalypse-bringing pundit, Donald Sagan. Thank you for having me, Stefan. You're welcome. Once again, I have to ask you, am I a horrible right-wing pundit or just a horrible pundit? Because one's insulting and the other one's really insulting. Well, unfortunately, you're actually a very good pundit because you're extraordinary at whipping up all of your legions of fanatical fan base fans into a a wretched frenzy so of it, mass emails and and uh, protesting outside of hospitals, uh, abortion clinics. Uh, what else? I mean, the sky's the limit. Libraries, uh, orphanages. Uh, middle schools, high schools, elementary schools, uh, pretty much anywhere where a person can have their feelings heard. So I'm a really good right-wing pundit. You're a horrible, horrible person and a very good right-wing pundit. Yes. Thank you very much. I can't believe you just spun and twisted me into complimenting you. You're very... Well, again, I will say you are a very good pundit. So congratulations, and I'm not your fan. Now, we are going to be counting down the top ten news items of 2014, Donald. Uh, as, as always, as is the tradition on this show, I will provide the proper outlook, and you will provide the other one on these news items and how they affected the world at large. Fair and balanced. Yes, as you never are. Shall we begin at the bottom with number ten? <clears throat> number ten... The royal wedding of fascist dictator Dactyl Mazzolini, who forced everyone in his country to RSVP on time in the affirmative to attend and, of course, to buy gifts from his Bed Bath & Beyond registry, some of which as expensive as $75 towel sets. Ooh. $75 is a lot Ooh. for what just amounts to giant rags, in my humble and correct opinion. Stefan, are you telling me you don't, you don't use Egyptian cotton? 
Uh, no, I find that to be racist. I, I like to just use completely unidentified cotton that could have come from any nationality whatsoever. All right, I'm glad we're on the same page. We're on the same page. I don't buy anything from the Middle East either. First of all, that's not what I'm saying. Second of all, does... Why did I invite you here? I make this mistake every year. Well, as long as we're starting from the bottom, I'd like to get to this royal wedding. Well, surely you must agree with me that Dactyl Mazzolini is a menace. I mean, this man should not be taking a breath on Mother Gaia's earth, let alone getting married to some some hapless, uh, completely unwilling child bride. Oh, he married a woman. Yes. All right, then uh, everybody loves a nice wedding, and I'm happy to say I'll be looking at their registry on Bed Bath & Beyond. Okay, so this fits your very, very specific yet limited criteria for if a wedding is okay or not. Well, what's the problem? I mean, if you're protesting the wedding, you're protesting the dictator. Yes, which I would like to do because he is a menace. He gasses his own people. Well, did he gas at his wedding? Uh, no, and I mean, unless you count these cloudbursts of rice and fireworks. All right. Well, it seems to me the wedding was a nice distraction for his population. It it saved a lot of lives, him having that wedding. Very well, Donald Sagan. Number nine. Cell phones proven to cause brain cancer by a study from Oxford and then immediately disproved by a following study from Verizon Presents the Cell Phones Don't Cause Cancer study. Now, surely you can see what's going on here, Donald. I can see it loud and clear. It seems to me that cell phones don't cause brain cancer. I mean, what's the problem? I don't. You got a problem? Uh, well, yes. I mean, I, I think that there might be some ulterior motives here from the Verizon Presents the Cell Phones Don't Cause Cancer study. Well, who would you have pay for the for the cell phone research? The American people. Oh, you the got American me this time. People. Oh, oh Donald oh, Sagan. Okay, well, yeah, next thing you know, we got to shut down the government because we don't have enough money to prove what's already been proven by Oxford University. Oxford, I hope they're talking about Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, Probably not. Uh, well, I'd have a problem with that. But beyond that, as long as it's Oxford, Mississippi... I'm good with it. I think that's a good study. Uh, we should enough. all continue using cell phones. You have a cell phone, don't know you, Stefan? No, fortunately, I still use the Native American approach of smoke signals. Whoa. Yes. Okay, well, I didn't know there were any of them still around. Well, if you have your way, I'm sure that uh, that won't be the case. Well, cell phones, Native Americans, I support both of them. Number eight, an antiques appraisal podcast accidentally found Amelia Earhart's plane and all of its contents, including the remains of Amelia Earhart, but it is all ultimately considered worthless due to how poorly maintained the plane and Miss Earhart's corpse were. So ultimately it all sold for $3.75 to Amelia Earhart IV. Well, that's convenient. What do you think about that? Uh, I find it to be quite a relief, I'm sure, for the Earhart family that uh, she was uh, finally found in the, I believe it was the Bermuda Triangle, 
along with the salvaged remains of her history-making and revolutionary flight. Well, that's interesting, because my organization has been pushing for years to have her removed from the history books. Amelia Earhart never flew across any ocean. She didn't fly anywhere. She's a woman. Women don't fly planes. Okay, so your issue is is literally in the definition of flight because you don't think that women can fly. They that never it's a myth. It's a myth made up by liberals that a woman flew a plane. You know we're not saying mythologically that women can fly like the Pegasus, the winged horse can fly. We're saying that she was one of the first female pilots and indeed uh, flew a record-breaking distance. Yeah, Stefan, have you ever seen the planes they were flying that that I that they were flying back then? Uh, yes, I have. In real life, IRL. Yes, IRL at the Smithsonian Institute in uh, Washington D.C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. I've been to Smithsonian. They got all kinds of things. Okay, you don't buy it. Yeah, uh, you know what they they got a model R two D two in there too. You think that's real? Wow, that is a jaw-droppingly good point, actually. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so you're you're against Amelia Earhart being in the history books, and I assume this means you're against uh, R2-D2 being in the history books as well? I'm just saying, if you tried to sell me some sort of real relic from Star Wars, uh, 375 would be a nice price since Star Wars was fiction. Moving on. Number seven. The annual disease awards for the year's most influential and popular infectious diseases had a tremendous upset this year when the relaunch of the bird flu ultimately walked away with the best disease award after a tireless media campaign, narrowly beating out the speculated frontrunners Creeping Cough Death and The Elbow Terrors. So, are you a fan of the newly rebooted bird flu, Donald Sagan? Am I a fan? Why well, was one of its biggest proponents? I thought bird flu. Where did it start? Birds. Before that, the uh, eggs. No. This I is a real it, bird flu egg argument. You're. Presenting. I think. I think that. I think that what you're missing the point here is the country of origin. Oh, was China oh, or Thailand, one of these Asian countries. There was a some sort of Thai bird flu. Right. So it either came from China or Thai, and therefore you're a proponent of its influence in this country. I believe that it's a source of terrorism. So, no, I don't support bird flu. I don't support flus. What kind of monster do you think I am? I think you are a neocon pundit, well, specifically. All right, I'll take that as a compliment. Next thing you know, you're going to try to tell me that I support AIDS virus for homosexuals. Well, I... D do you? Well, that's a complicated issue that I'm okay, no longer we, allowed okay. to speak I'm, on. I'm going to very slowly move your microphone away it's from your face, and we will be moving on to number six. The first hookup app baby was born this past year. Uh, her name is Appleby Maxwell, named after the place she was conceived, uh, lovingly nicknamed Oopsie by her mother, Christina Maxwell, uh, username Xtina, and father, Zach Larkwood, 
username Freebird, uh, who has since canceled his account, whereabouts unknown. Ooh! Little Applebee Maxwell, welcome to the world. I love Applebee's, and I love Maxwell Huff Coffee, and I like to just welcome that baby to the United States. He's an American citizen, right? American-born? Uh, yes. All right, well, what's the problem? You don't like a baby? Are, it, it, are, is it confirmed that Christina Maxwell is in the Maxwell Coffee family? Is she an heiress to the Maxwell dynasty? Uh, I, news to me, I think that's true for sure. I've never heard of any other Maxwells. Maxwell Smart. Uh, that's a first name, not a, a surname. Oh, a Christian uh, name, not a surname. Well, he was related to the Maxwell House family also. Is that true? I don't think it is. He had Maxwell, again, as his first name, also very fake person, very fictional. Uh, not, not to my knowledge, he, you know, he is in the uh, Smithsonian Institute's History Museum. You're very good Phone shoes. He's me. got the phone shoes in there. Yes, I know who he was. I have seen the... Ugh. Donald Sagan. Why are you so disgusted by these wonderful American stories? Number five. Cars still don't fly. And scientists are baffled as to how movies technology has surpassed the real world's technology for over a century now. And this year, MIT published their journal titled, How Do They Do It? Question mark, exclamation point. And the conclusion is that real world car technology could continue to remain a full century behind movie car technology unless scientists stop trying to end war, uh, create uh, machines that uh, uh, shoulder difficult labor for workers across the globe and cure diseases and start finally thinking about putting America's reckless texting drivers up into the heavens. So you, you, you want the cars to fly? Well, I don't know. I mean, there are, of course, pros and cons. Uh, I generally find flying cars to look a bit garish in films, mm -hmm. but also those aren't really my kind of films. You know, I, I prefer things with subtitles, uh, black and white, uh, maybe a zither in the soundtrack, you know, art house releases, a, a higher brow, if you will. Well, you know, my main problem with the idea of flying cars is if God wanted cars to fly, he would have put them up there. You know what I mean? I know exactly what and you mean. And so I'm, I'm on the same page about these movies. I don't like them. I don't like Back to the Future. I don't like, uh, what's that, Luke Besson, Luke, the... Oh, yeah, the yeah. Luke Besson film. Yeah. You could at least pronounce the man's name properly. Well, he gave us Taken 2, after all. I don't know what that is, but... He's a job creator. I, you're, you're a fan of those, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I do like those, but he's a Frenchman. Oh, yeah, so... And I'm not a fan of those. The conflict is very alive within you, yes. Yeah, but, you know, I've got a lot of Christian movie companies, and they're coming out with a lot of new spins on films... They're actually really? remaking some of those Back to the Future movies. and uh, Christian film production companies are remaking the Back to the Future series? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they're doing it, you know, instead of Michael J. Fox is going to be uh, Jesus and Moses. And they're just going to be getting together and having a powwow about what went wrong, flying the cars around by the power of God. Oh, I see. So they're powering uh, the flying cars with miracles and the Holy Spirit. That's right. Well, that's certainly one way of going about it. Well, I'm glad we're in agreement. Uh, number four on the list, 
the top-selling book of 2014, and therefore of all time, outselling the Old Testament, Harry Potter, and the New Testament. Ooh. It's a published work of Sonic the Hedgehog fanfiction erotica titled Not So Fast, Sonic, My Love, about a beautiful young college student who decides her life is meaningless without the savage and beautiful love of an anthropomorphic hedgehog from a video game. Uh, we couldn't find a single Pulitzer Prize-winning author for comment uh, because they all committed mass suicide at the New York Public Library. Ooh. Your thoughts on this book? Have you read it? Well, I got a lot of thoughts on all this. First of all, it's amazing to me that the liberals, you know, spin this in this way. Like, of course it outsold the Old Testament and the New Testament and Harry Potter separately because I don't know how they teach it at your church, but at mine... They sell the Old Testament and New Testament one book. Who's buying the Old Testament and the New Testament separately? Um, I My church actually doesn't sell any books. My church is a very specific mountaintop in Topanga Canyon. Oh, I heard of that place. They got Old Testament, Harry Potter, and New Testament as one book. Same problem. Mm, you might have heard something wrong. Uh, there is no bookseller on my private mountaintop. Well, any way you go about it, you got the problem is they're counting. It's statistical manipulation. Nobody buys those books separate, so there's no way that this Sonic the Hedgehog thing outsold the Bible. It's the best-selling book of all time. Okay, so God make sure of it. Your response to this news item is you just refuse to acknowledge it. No, I'm just saying false statistics. Okay. And the other thing I want to point out is you can't find a single Pulitzer Prize-winning author because they all killed themselves. I'd say... That's a plus. That's some news worth reporting. Right. Well, I just reported it. Right. Yeah. That's that's so. That's a compliment. That's a compliment. I to you. caught you. I caught you, oh, Donald yeah. Sagan. I, I caught you. I got no problems complimenting you, Stefan. You're you're we're in agreement on so many things. You know. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> we we moving love, on. We both love. The death of all these atheist authors. I do not. Number three, the Dow crawled just a little slower this year after the tragic loss of beloved corporation Monosurance Corp, America's favorite business, who made billions in revenue by innovating a more efficient method of foreclosure that could take a house away from a family, flip it, sell it, and grind the entire family into affordable cat food, all in the course of three hours. A massive funeral procession was held for the job provider this year. Its bankruptcy has left nine million people without their low-paying jobs, and 10 million people still burdened with their homes. So tragic. So tragic. All the You're going to miss Monosurance Corp., are you, Donald? Uh, oh, I'm going to miss it. Yeah, of course I'm going to miss it. I don't want Americans to be without these wonderful jobs they were providing. And what about uh, all of the families that are stolen away in the middle of the night and ground into cat food? Well, that seems to me like well, I need to know what kind of families they were. Were they immigrant families? Illegal immigrant families? Homosexual families? What about homosexual illegal immigrant families? I don't know if homosexuality is caught on in other parts of the world. They still, you know, are mm -hmm. doing... 
would it would a homosexual uh, illegal immigrant family sort of cancel out for you? Would it be almost like a double negative in your very narrow worldview? It, it would be a double negative, just like you said. We can agree it would be a no, double negative, no, no. like a negative times two, real bad. This spin is making me dizzy. I'm a spin doctor, you know. Two princes over here. Badiba deep, badaba deep, badaba do badaba. I support that. Number two, the Mormon church was hacked this year. Over 19 million pleasant and complimentary emails were leaked in what the press called Have a Great Day Gate. Your thoughts on email hacking in general? Are you for it or against it? You know, I'm torn because we've recently accepted the Mormons into the Republican Party. Yes, I know. How did that work out for you? Well, we... Better luck next time. We did not win, but we did all start wearing that second layer of underwear that is stopped a lot of babies from being born. Really? Yeah. Is it comfortable? Well, it's not necessarily that it's comfortable. It's just that we don't have to worry about our anti-birth control stance as much because we got a second layer of cloth separating us from our wives as we oh i see so it's really just that extra amount of effort that just dissuades you from having unprotected sex just the extra pair of underpants is just a a little bit too much you got a dirty mind you got a dirty mind i'm not talking about that and the number one news item from last year the world's highest rated reality tv show whose debt is higher premiered to record-breaking ratings this year. The first winner, Jane Atkins, who owes $900,000 for her student loans to a college called Pepsi Presents Be Yourself College. She won an additional $10,000 in debt. Do you watch the show, Donald? I am a huge fan. I love the show. I was rooting for Jane, a real responsible woman, young woman, with a very marketable degree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What was her major again? I believe it was um, the philosophy of making film. Philosophy of making film, that's right. Presented by Pepsi. Uh, they got. She did her thesis. If, if you are a fan of the show, you know this. She did her thesis in uh, Bubbles on Film. Product placement. Product placement in film. Bubbles and product placement in film. That's right. And, and philosophically, how did she feel about those things? Well, she went through it with, you know, mostly Christian philosophers. Uh, mm-hmm. She had Aquinas uh, present a logical theory, basically, of why bubbles on film exist. Interesting. Yeah. So she had a cosmological argument for why bubbles on film exist. Which was what? Oh, well, essentially it was because God put them there. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, now oh, that's, uh, I'm help- to the point. I'm helping her get a job on one of those Backs of the Future remakes, um, making sure that they get some Pepsi products in there. And get as many bubbles in there as possible. Yeah, Demolition Man also. Oh, right, I forgot about that one. Yeah, Flying the Cars. Seashell Sex with Sandra Bullock. Uh, yeah, our version don't have that. Yeah, that's I, a little too... doesn't surprise me. A little too racy. 
Well, that wraps up the year review. Um, as always, Donald Sagan, uh, you make my gag reflex just soar like an eagle well, through the it skies. Was so nice to be with you too, Stefan. I uh, mean, I wish yeah. I could say the same. I count the days between our visits. Yes, I count on you never visiting again. Goodbye forever. That just about wraps it up this week for your welcome, but first. We are right all the time, except for when we aren't, so here are this week's retractions. Antarctica is not one of the 50 states. Yoko Ono was not one of the original six Beatles. Additionally, there were not six Beatles. There were only four. Five, depending on who you're talking to. And finally, showing up late for brunch when they won't seat you or let you order coffee until everyone in your party is present is not technically illegal. Yet. A quick check-in on the Public Radio America fundraiser. We are up to 1.15% of our goal. Donors at the $20 level receive a back rub from the PRA broadcaster of their choice to be redeemed at a location of their choice for a duration of their choice, using as broad a definition of back as they desire. As always, thank you to interns Madeline Wager, Levi Petrie, Jeremy Simon, and Eric Stoles, along with in-studio boy wizard Zane Grant. This is Stefan Hyphen-Straitman saying thank you and you're welcome. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.